Hello, everybody, and welcome to Music for a While. I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion. I'm also a political journalist, an editor and writer at National Review. Two days ago, I was writing about political disputes, and in particular the question of who cares, who has a heart, and so on. Well, that put a Gershwin song in my head. It's Who Cares, of course. And Gershwin made a piano arrangement of it, as he did many of his other songs. He put these arrangements in a collection called The Songbook. Here is Andre Watts playing Who Cares. That was Who Cares, the Gershwin song, arranged for piano by the composer himself. Our pianist was Andre Watts. By the way, we always say, and rightly, that Watts is a black American pianist. But he is also from Hungary, that long-standing fount of pianists. That is, his mother was Hungarian, his father an American soldier. Once more, I'm Jay Nordlinger, bringing you Music for a While, which is produced by Scott Immergut. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so at iTunes, Google Play, etc. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to advertise on our program or sponsor it, let me know. If you'd like to receive the podcast by email, links to new episodes, again, let me know. In August, I was at the Salzburg Festival, sitting down to a chamber music concert. On the first half were Renaud Capuçon, the French violinist, and Nicolas Angelic, the American pianist. I glanced at the program and saw that they were going to play the Foray Sonata and the Brahms D minor Sonata. Good enough. But when they started, I had to look at the program again. What was that? It was the Foray Sonata Number no. 2 in E minor, Opus 108, not the Sonata Number no. 1 in A major, Opus 13, 
which is widely considered the Fourier Sonata. When I checked my program, I noticed that the critic sitting next to me was doing the same. He, too, I bet, was fooled. Foray Sonata No. 2 is really a wonderful thing. It is pure foray, reflecting some of his songs. What I mean is, you can hear some of his songs in this sonata. Let's listen to the second half or so of the third and final movement. It is merry, round-like, having that circular feeling that foray is so good at, and other Frenchmen, too, come to think of it. We'll hear Shlomo Mintz and Yefim Bronfman. That was Shlomo Mintz violin and Yefim Bronfman piano in the Violin and Piano Sonata No. 2 by Gabriel Fauré. The second half of that chamber concert in Salzburg consisted of a work by George Inescu, his piano quintet. I have a little story to tell. In fact, let me do it by reading from my Salzburg Chronicle in the New Criterion. Here it goes. During the Brahms sonata, you could hear one or two of the player's colleagues warming up backstage for the Inescu quintet to come. That was unfortunate. But I smiled at a memory. Years ago, 
the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra was playing in my hometown of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Maestro Levine's guest soloist was Jesse Norman, the soprano, who was an alumna of the university in Ann Arbor. During Berg's three pieces for orchestra, we could hear Norman warming up backstage. Some chuckled, which was awkward. But what can you do? I'm going to read from my chronicle. Read some more, that is. Here I go. The Salzburg Festival always offers a slate of piano recitals. Many of the same pianists are invited back, summer after summer. Five of them this year were Polini, Sokolov, Kissin, Levitt, and Volodos. Let me tell you about the last of these, Arkady Volodos, the Russian pianist born in 1972. If he's not the best pianist in the world, he is unsurpassed. Who might tie him? Grigory Sokolov, for example. At Salzburg, Volodos played a recital whose first half was all Schubert. Volodos is a devotee of Schubert, like many a profound and songful pianist. I could go through his playing piece by piece, almost bar by bar, but let me speak in general terms. He has nearly unerring taste. He plays in a singing line, where appropriate, as it often is. He commits no wrong accents. He gets the most out of the music, whatever it is, without forcing anything on it. The second half of his program consisted of Rachmaninoff and Scriabin. But these pieces included nothing virtuosic, really. Volodos would go on to play four encores, not one of them virtuosic. Volodos is a virtuoso, mind you. He has a staggering technique. No one has more. But he won't use it. Not anymore. He did when he was younger and making a name. Volodos is like a guy with the hottest Ferrari on the planet who won't take it more than 50 miles per hour or so. In his Rachmaninoff and Scriabin, Volodos showed any number of colors. He pedaled with great shrewdness. The piano under his hands was hardly a percussion instrument. You had no sense of hammers moving up and down. The instrument was liquid. Sam Sneed once boasted, truthfully, when I was in my prime, I could do whatever I wanted with a golf ball. Arkady Volodos can do the same with a piano. I have never heard better piano playing in my life than on this evening. As good, yes. From Horowitz, for example, and Kochish, and the aforementioned Sokolov. Better? No way. He is an immortal, this pianist. Long has been, honestly. Okay, enough of my reading. Let's hear Arkady Volodos. We will hear him in a Bach Largo for organ, arranged by Samuel Feinberg, the great Russian pianist who lived from 1890 to 1962. Be sure your volume is turned up, please. I don't know a playing that is more beautiful or more sublime than this.
we have heard Arkady Volodos, the Russian pianist, in the Largo from Bach's Trio Sonata No. 5, BWV 529, for organ, arranged by Samuel Feinberg. Feinberg was so great, so great. Volodos is in a direct line with him. Let's hear some more Bach, played by Feinberg. We will hear the C major prelude and fugue from Book Two of the Well-Tempered Clavier. This type of Bach playing is not allowed anymore. Too romantic. Too bad. This is great Bach playing, purely musical. Bach himself would love it. Also, this is real piano playing, not typing. So many pianists today type their Bach and Mozart and others. Blech. Okay, here is Johann Sebastian Bach, the Immortal, played by Samuel Feinberg.
We have heard the prelude and fugue in C major from book to a box well-tempered clavier, played by the great Samuel Feinberg. I will read again from my Salzburg Chronicle. One of the operas at the festival this year was Mayday, composed by Cherubini at the end of the 18th century. Most of us know this opera, if at all, as a callous vehicle performed in Italian, Medea. Luigi Cherubini was an Italian, true, but he had a French career. He was also greatly admired by Beethoven, which is high praise or high admiration indeed. Well, with due apologies to the French, I'd like to play an excerpt from this opera in Italian. Callas, of course. I give you Maria Callas in a portion of the aria De Tuoi Figli La Madre, conducted by Leonard Bernstein. one and only, in and as Medea. There is nothing like that dynamism, that callous dynamism. I often quote Shostakovich, who is an omnivore of music, who loved and devoured just about every type of music under the sun, from Gregorian chant to circus tunes and anything else. He once quipped, I love all of music from Bach to Offenbach. This summer, the Salzburg Festival staged Orfeo's Enfer, or Orpheus in the Underworld, that ingenious romp by Offenbach. Probably the most popular excerpt is the Infernal Gallop, better known as the Can-Can. I kind of like Infernal Gallop, but here we go regardless. Thank you. 
How much fun is that? Offenbach's can-can, as we call it. I'm afraid I don't know the orchestra and conductor because that information wasn't listed. Bravo to them all the same. One of my guests at the Salzburg Festival this summer was Anne-Sophie Mutter, the starry German violinist. Now, what do I mean by my guests? Well, really, the Salzburg Festival Society's guests. Each summer, the Society hosts a series of conversations which I moderate. Mutter was fantastic. We talked a little about Andre Previn, the late Andre Previn, the great American conductor, pianist, composer, and so on. He was at home in the jazz and classical fields. He and Mutter were married for a while. I said, was there anything he couldn't do? Yes, said Mutter. Play the fiddle and cook. I asked her whether she ever played jazz with Andre. No, she said. She did not want him to think less of her. I doubt he would have. I also doubt that Aunt Sophie would be a flop at jazz. We opened this episode of Music for a While with Who Cares, the Gershwin song, in a piano arrangement. Let's close with Andre and Ella in this same Who Cares. Ella Fitzgerald singing and Andre Previn at the piano. They're assisted by a double bass player who rejoiced in the name, this is the name of one person, mind you, of Niels Henning Orsted Peterson, a Dane. Thanks so much, everyone, and so long. Let it rain and thunder Let a million firms go under I am not concerned with stocks and bonds That I've been burned with I love you and you love me And that's how it will always be And nothing else can ever be the same Who cares what the public chatters Love's the only thing that matters Who cares if the sky Cares to fall in the sea Who cares if banks fail in Yonkers Long as you Why should I care? Life is one long jubilee. So long as I care for you and you care for me, who cares? The sky cares to fall in the sea. Who cares if banks fail in Yonkers? 
long as you got a kiss that conquers why should I care life is one long to believe so long as I care for you and you I can't. 